It's what we do, baby! This is Race Wars. Race Wars. I have the power! Yeah! How's it feel? With Kurt Metzger. You're out of your fucking mind, dude. And Sherrod Small. Settle down, bitch. Race Wars. Hi, everyone. Hi. Hey. I like how you got the you got the mask. Oh, were you outside? I'm in the nail salon. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! This motherfucker. Where? <laughs> I'm Holy in Houston, sh- Texas, baby. At the nail salon with a whole bunch of uh, Asians too, huh? <laughs> this bitch is at ground zero. You hear this? <laughs> you out of control. <laughs> honey, these dogs needed some attention, honey. <laughs> Where are you? Are you in New York? I don't give a damn. Introduce yourself to the to the listeners and the viewers. Hi, everybody. It's me, Natasha Dreams. I'm in Houston, Texas right now. Yeah, uh, Natasha's down in Houston. And uh, thanks for coming on Race Wars, first of all. We are glad that you came on. Thanks for having me. Uh, are they not taking the quarantine serious in uh, Houston? Are you at a nail salon and it's open for business? <laughs> well, it's open for business, but you know, everybody has masks and gloves and precautions here. They've opened up Houston like in the beginning of the month. No, last month, like end of last month. So it's kind of like slowly steady. It's back. It's pretty much back to normal. Really? Holy shit! What made it back to normal? All this uh, George Floyd stuff, ain't it? I saw the protest because well, ain't George Floyd that it's his hometown, Houston, Texas. Yeah, it? yeah, he's from here, and I, they brought his body back here the other wow. day. Yeah. yeah, it's wow. crazy what's going on right now. You have oh protests and everything over there. Excuse me. You have protests and everything over there? Is it like really popping off? Yes, yeah, white daughter. That's my white daughter, Karen. She don't know what the fuck is going on. She's untouched by all this with her whiteness. She's saying like, is it protest out? It's protest in every city, you fucking every, asshole. My every heart, city, every my heart is not white. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's red. <laughs> it's crazy there was protest here, but it was peaceful. It was and peaceful, yeah. Yeah, I was on my way to go, but just the whole like, the whole when I got we got there with my friend and to see all the police and like the the par the paranoia that got into me, we decided not to do it. But yeah. So let me get so this just, straight. So you decided not to do the march, the protests over there, but you did make it to the nail salon. God damn it, girl. Shut <laughs> up. No, but when I'm using my voice and my platform to spread awareness and scream from soapbox as loud as I can. If I'm now, not saying I can't continue my fight, so. Are you originally? Me. Originally from Houston? No, I'm from San Diego, California. Uh, okay. What you, what's your, what your background? Yeah, tell her what you do. Dominican, African-American, Native American. That's a mix. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just a whole mud of, of minority. <laughs> Who's Dominican in the family? My father's side. Your father's side is Dominican. And you grew mm-hmm. up in San Diego? Your, your parents met in San Diego? They met in San Diego, yeah. Military. Ah, oh, there we go. U.S. military, I'm guessing. <laughs> not for the other side. Milita- <laughs> yeah, U.S. military. <laughs> <laughs> They're not Russian spies, right? <laughs> no, 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 no. Let's hope so, not. <laughs> so did you grow up on a base in San Diego? No, but pretty much close to it. Yeah, right. we, they separated when I was young. And then my mom, I grew up with my mother. What was the racial situation? I think your nails are done. What was the racial situation <laughs> in uh, San Diego when you're like in high school? Was it like some strife out there? Was it police beating yeah. motherfuckers up? Yeah, I mean, it was like Rodney King time. Yeah, yeah. No, 
my mother. The golden age. That's the golden age of ass whoopings from cops. Oh, Rodney King. That takes me back. There was the crack and there was the Glenn King and there was all of that. So I grew up in the midst of all of that. So now to see this coming back again, it's like so surreal because it's like I I can't even believe this is happening right now after all this year. Yeah. So yeah, when growing up, my mother made sure I went to nice schools, you know, and made sure I was intelligent. So I when you say nice schools, you mean white schools, don't you? Come on now, yeah, tell me. Yeah, white schools, <laughs> yeah, good, good schools and talented. So, yeah. So what was I that? Can, what was that like? Was it mostly white the schools you went to? Pretty, not pretty much. Yeah. Did they try to go at you? Did they get at you? Some kids they ain't no. with you in that school. No, pretty much I got along and, you know, they bust me out and I got along with the, I made my friends, you know, all my friends were Fort Caucasian. I think I had one black friend in school. I can one. tell you grew up with white people because you refer to them as Caucasians. <laughs> <laughs> we call them whitey white whites around here. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the, the other, the other race. <laughs> <laughs> so you went to the prom and all that in this high school? Oh, no, I didn't. I didn't go to prom. I was like a rebel in school. I was trying to find myself and I was getting bullied a lot because that was my identity and stuff. So I didn't uh, Tell us really... about that. Tell us about the, the bullying and, uh, yeah, explain it's that to people. Because, so it all comes back also to race thing, you know, because mm-hmm. it, it makes, when I was younger, you know, I was a younger black you know, opposite sex I am now. And everybody was expecting me to be this strong person and like play football and like do sports and tell me about it. And grab the girl grab the girl grab the girl's butts and stuff. And I'm like, that's not what I'm about. Like, you know, so I got a lot of slack for that because you know, those are the developing years and like hormones are flowing and like I wasn't doing what all the other boys were doing. And um to be honest, these um, African-American guys like literally like bullied me so much to the point that one day I like joined forces with them because I could not take the bullying anymore and I like had to hang out with them one day to like prove to them like I was like macho and shit and it was the worst day of my fucking life to be honest <laughs> why? why was it so bad? It was so boring, you know, like I'm used to being with my girlfriends and we're laughing and joking and eating lunch together and snacks. And they're just like standing on the corner and like talking about football and like, I'm just like, no, this is why. Karen, what you smiling about, bitch? That's the shit you like to do, ain't it? I, I got right into football when I got bullied. <laughs> like, get me in. <laughs> me and this bullying. What do you give, give it, bring me a pussy? <laughs> so did you know that you <laughs> bring me a pussy? Did you know that you were different? You knew you were different than other boys, but did you know how much different early on? Um, yeah, we connected like with my family. So I always knew like I was I wasn't like the normal. Tell the Korean lady to shut the fuck up. Right. I was always I was always like from the inside different and I knew that it didn't match the outside right. and it showed like I was uber feminine like my voice was super feminine like I only had girlfriends I didn't have really many guys so how'd your parents feel about that how your military parents feel about that well my, it was, I was raised by my mother so you know she babied me and tell that Asian stuff. woman to be quiet who is that I she, listen I don't want to be rude but this podcast gets better and better. Put on, put on a goddamn. Let me see her. Let me point the phone to her. Let me see the face. She is in there working, looking like a nurse, but she doing nails. She's doing work. Right. You ain't no first responder, bitch. That's hey, Kelly over there. Hey, hey what's, what's up? People in the back. <laughs> what's up? 
How's it going? Sister, how's it going? Y'all look like bank robbers getting your nails done. <laughs> <laughs> they won't be able to spot us out in the lineup. <laughs> <laughs> you know they think it's the front of your fingers. So listen, so your your mother, your mother was how how was your mother with all this? Her she son was is okay. She was okay. Like she was kind of she tripped me out a little bit because I would think I was like fourteen or something. And she like took me to the doctor unexpectedly and she's like, Hey, we're good to the doctor and she's like Hey, you know, I want my son. I think, you know, my son is gay and I want him to get an AIDS test. And I literally was in shock because I hadn't even been sexually active at this point. Right. And it kind of kept me off guard, but that was the time that I grew up in. So I understand her worry for her child at this right. time when I'm an adult. But it was very, like, tra well, traumatizing. That was her way of telling you that she knew you were gay? I think so, yeah. She never had the conversation with me. She did that. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's a that's a roundabout way to go about it. And then when I came out as trans, she was like upset about it at first, but then she she embraced that and she was okay. Nice. And then that was when you were fourteen when she did that. That when I, she took me to the doctor when I was fourteen, and then when I became trans, I was like eighteen, nineteen. Now, how how was that procedure? How, what was that like? That whole when you became trans at eighteen. <laughs> So it, it was crazy, to be honest. At this time, this is like late 90s, okay? And I came to New York City. I was like super young. And I just was working in a restaurant and I got like, I met my first trans person and I found out that this was possible. And I sought it out and I sought it out by all means necessary. You know how we are. Yeah. And I got what I needed from like street clubs. I, you know, was taking hormones at the club, but you know, I was going to people's houses and getting hormone shots. I was buying like illegal pills and hormones wow. some blockers from this older guy that he would service. Like us not regulating my levels, no blood tests, no anything. Like it was savage, but that's what? how much I that's how much I wanted it. Yeah, I just wanted it so bad I did not care and I just threw myself a thousand percent in it. And what the hell, what did that do to your body? Did it like affect like did it have like <laughs> side effects that you was like, Oh shit. Well, I mean, emotionally, it was, yeah, yeah. It, it probably did drive me, like, a little bit crazy because I was just, like, testing hormones and hormones and hormones and, like, but at this point, then I, like, got my shit regulated. I had a couple procedures that helped me with my, just my hormone therapy, and now I'm good. And were you mixing that with, like, some party drugs, too? Was that in a mix? Of of course. <laughs> of course. There we go. Yeah, cocktails. <laughs> a rainbow fucking soup. <laughs> yeah, I'm 19 in New York City. Come on. I was on everything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're in our 30s in New York City. We're on everything. <laughs> right? <laughs> we don't stop everything. <laughs> Karen, go to your room. <laughs> I love my room. <laughs> Fuck you, Dad. <laughs> so your mother, your mother was still in San Diego when you were in New York at 19. Mm-hmm. Are you the only child? No, I have a brother, younger brother. You have a younger brother? Mm-hmm. Okay, he's still a brother, he ain't your sister. Yeah, he's still a brother, yeah. Okay, I don't know, I'm just trying to... He has three children and everything, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's he using that dick, goddammit. He's yeah. using that dingling, goddamn. He can do whatever he, he wants. He didn't go that. Yeah, he didn't go that route. He didn't go that route. How does he feel about his brother? I mean, his 
sibling. He, he feels good about me. Good. You know, he embraces me now. You know, I'm his sister, my mom. You know, she says she has a beautiful family. She has a son and a beautiful daughter. So it's good. Is your son, I mean, your, your brother's still in uh, San Diego? Yeah, he's in San Diego. He lives with my mother. Now, what so. shit is kicking off in San Diego? Did you speak to your uh, to your mother or anything? Like, yeah. protests and all that? Yeah, she's like in, she's in the ghetto, you know, so it's not really protest there. That's the good thing about living in the ghetto, kind of. Oh, they but, all, because um, all the people who's protesting, they, for once, downtown. moving out the ghetto and going where it fucking matters. Well, yeah, it's downtown, you know, and like the areas where it can like the mall and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, so my friends that told me like at the mall, they closed the mall and sent them home. And uh, don't say close the mall in front of my white daughter, Karen. She'll lose it. I know, I got it. Yeah, they closed like all the stores. They're boarding them up and everything. Yeah, they brought it up. It happened but in New York City. Yeah, yeah not, not not really where my mom is. I think that was, she was like, you know, 400 years of oppression. This is what happens, you know? Yeah, this is all the shit spilling over. Mm-hmm. People acting like they don't understand. It's like, this has been fucking brewing for a while, and it's been injustice for so long. It's like, come on, man. And that's my get this point. shit together. That's my point. Someone called me yesterday, and they were like, I don't understand what this is about. And I'm like, are you kidding me right now? Like, like are you, you don't really kidding? If you yeah, don't know at this it. point, you don't want to know. Yeah, and you're just as racist as everybody else. So now I know where you stand. Because <laughs> yeah, anybody who's sitting on a sideline and not speaking up about that that murder that we all saw take place, it's like then you just a piece of shit. Like you just you ain't a good person. Oh yeah. I, was, I had a birthday on Sunday, and I just wasn't. Happy birthday! Thanks, thanks, thanks. And I just wasn't paying attention. Thank you, babe. I just wasn't paying attention for the weekend. I was just off for the weekend. I wasn't checking my phone except to see who wants me to have the greatest birthday. <laughs> I just got my like, oh, you look so young. Like I was there for that, and then I didn't. I wasn't paying attention, and then all of a sudden it's over. Party's over, and there's riots in the street, and I'm like, I missed some. It's not like I'm 100, but I missed something. And I watched the video. Yeah, be honest. At first, you thought everybody was uh, out there celebrating your birthday when you walked out. Yeah. <laughs> I thought nothing of it. I was like, finally, finally, they get it. They're here. They're freaking out. They, they're breaking things. I breaking mean, a lot of shit. You don't have to do that for me. But like, if you want to, that's like also okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I watched the video and I, and I was, and I couldn't believe, I just couldn't believe I'd like that had missed me. That like. I couldn't watch the whole thing. I couldn't do it. And That's how you know it's a problem. Most people say they couldn't watch the whole thing, but you know what? Just sit and watch it because we all need to endure fucking seeing that shit. So that won't yeah. happen again. It's like looking away is not an option here. You know what? It's you gotta stare it down. It's agony watching it. And you think if you're in agony watching something like that, Imagine how it was living it when he lived it. What is he going through? That that is the last thing. That is the last moment of someone's life is his head in the pavement and a knee in his neck. And he's begging not to be murdered. It was three off. It was more than just one officer on his neck. It was three others. They showed the shot from the other side. It's all four of them on him. Yep. That's why they all got to go to jail. That's why I got pissed off with the media trying to fucking sell that narrative that uh, the other three stood by and did nothing. It's like, no, they didn't stand by and do nothing. They participated in the murder. Yeah. So I'm trying to say stood by and do nothing. No, they did something, motherfucker. They murdered him, too. They was on his back, too. And he was saying he can't breathe and nobody complied. And they didn't give him. a fuck. Eight, like, eight and a half minutes. It was like, come on, man. Come on. And yeah. it was sickening that it took this long to even get indictments on motherfuckers. They, they was walking right. around. And then I hear, like, the girl, the 17-year-old girl who taped the whole thing. She's getting people threatening her. It's like, those people need to fucking, oh, I want to kill them. 
It's like this, this girl did more than a 17-year-old should have to do in that situation. And I thank God she taped this shit because if she didn't, they would all be free. Trust me. It would still be a murder, but none of them would be in jail. It wouldn't even be a, a, a story. But it would still be a murder, even with the same witnesses witnessing it. Mm-hmm. But no camera. There's the same witnesses and no camera. All those cops wouldn't have been, they would have been home and never indicted or charged with anything. With anything. And that's the truth. And you the only reason why it's even a thing is because it's a tape. And good, That's it. good thing that all this shit popped off and everything, but how fucking shitty to be a martyr, right? Like, no one wants that. No oh. one, he didn't want that. He didn't want to be like the face of riots. He just wanted to go home right. and live his fucking life. It was life and be. It was, it was nice that his daughter was like, my, my daddy changed the world, but yeah, daddy just wanted to be home now. Daddy just wanted right. to see you grow up. <laughs> Your dad being with you alive. I don't, yes. need, I don't need my parents to change the world dead. I don't need that. Yeah, let's change my life, motherfucker. Just be here for me. That's what, but it's like, that's why we all got to make sure that this death wasn't in vain. Yeah. And I'm glad Thank to see you. that shit is going down like it is. And then dumbass I, Trump is just fucking fanning the flames. Boy, that motherfucker. Well, that picture wow. of the White House, dark. And him, he's nowhere. And he turned out the lights on the fucking White House. The, the lights are on everybody else, bitch. Everything's on fire. Right, the world right. is on fire. It is literally lit up, and you're nowhere. You're in a dark bunker. To see that oh, idiot. Fuck was... you. And that bitch, you know what he did, though? He gave us a gift because people don't care about words. People don't care about reading about your actions. Action. They care about the picture. We all want to see the picture. And that picture mm-hmm. of a dark White House, when we needed someone the most, is what's going to define November. That picture of him fucking yeah. uh, pushing the uh, uh, the uh, peaceful protesters out of the front of the White House so he can walk across the street to the church and hold up a Bible that he never opened. Money, that's going to be... That motherfucker turned <laughs> that park in front of the White House into Tiananmen Square. <laughs> that son of a bitch. Are we China? And you know what? People are like, he's racist, he's this, he's that. I think it's worse than that. You know, everybody was like, he hates women, he hates black people. I don't think he hates women or black people. I think he's completely fucking indifferent, and that's worse. Because at least Mm. someone who hates you, you know what they're going to do. They're predictable. You can understand their actions. Someone who doesn't give a fuck about you, that's dangerous. That's true. I agree. He doesn't give a fuck about you. And he doesn't give a fuck about me either. No. I agree. No, he definitely does not. And but oh, will, and he don't I, give a fuck about Eric Trump. Now let's just make sure that we. <laughs> I mean, none of us give a fuck about Eric Trump. No, Eric's not the one. <laughs> Eric's probably actually my favorite out of all the fucking dudes. Donald Trump Hi. Jr. Yuck. <laughs> <laughs> fucking yuck. <laughs> where's Ivanka? Ivanka right? Right. Where's Ivanka? Where's Melania? Where's the Where's the first lady? This where's is the first lady. Ivanka? Bring yeah. Melania. Where the fuck is Melania? Melania, and I just saw a clip that uh, Trump was out with her, and he uh, told her to smile, and she like told him to fuck off, pretty much. Fuck <laughs> <Yeah>. off. Uh, <laughs> it was classic. Watching her Eastern European disdain <laughs> for him. Yeah. They are a delight because you know that she is she is a proper Eastern European woman. Like she keeps it together in public. Yeah. You know she is so far up his ass at home. You oh, know, you know. To hear it at home. Yeah, you can see. I can see him running out of room and like something smashing on the wall behind him. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely their life outside the cameras. It wasn't always like that. 
No, she's got that Soviet rage. You can see it. So they're deadly quiet. Yeah, she waited <laughs> her time. At the beginning, she didn't say shit. She just smiled and just bared it. No, no. And then no. she's like, one day you will see. He has been trying her. <laughs> he has been testing her over and over again. She is out of here. The second, the second he is out of that office. White House? They're getting divorced. Yes, because I bet she signed something. I bet you she signed something saying she wouldn't leave him while they were in the White House. She probably is going to get paid out for that. Right. They probably clean up or whatever. I would have, so sure shit he would have, because he doesn't need that to start for the world to mind. You know, he needs to always be like ego, ego, face, face. Yeah. No one's rooting for him to get voted out more than Melania. She's done with it. <laughs> I think he'll kill her before she let her leave now. She'd be dead. Right. She'd she be, she be dead to the motherfucker trying to leave while he's in office. <laughs> Not like Melania. She's a, she's a savage-ass assassin. If anybody's going to murder anybody, it's going to be her to him. He's not going to touch her. He's terrified of her. Yeah, he's terrified of her now. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's frightened. Look at her face. My mom's foreign. My mom has that same expression, so I know that foreign mom expression. <laughs> Disdain. So it is so scary. That look on her face is the look before you get your ass fucking handed to you at home. <laughs> that is the wait-till-we-get-home look of a foreign mom. <laughs> <laughs> and you deserve that look many a time, I'm sure, Karen. You deserve that look. Uh, what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> she, had to, uh, she had to beat my, she had to beat the white out of the Jew. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad to see all the, I'm glad to see all these indictments coming down now though. It's one step, yeah. baby steps, but we need a river of fucking baby justice steps. coming through. This is just a drop. Yeah, but you know this what? How many, how many of these have we never heard of because they're not on tape? How many? Sure. Oh, um, thousands of thousands. Accidental death or an asthma attack. That money. Bullshit. Thousands of thousands of thousands of thousands. And over how long? Hundreds of years. Hundreds. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And but we have to fucking this, deal with it. There's a lot of bones under this country. I do have a point about that I want to make about this issue that it bothers me a lot. So, you know, I understand you have to raise your voice and I understand that we're upset. But now people that are close to our movement and are fighting for us are also getting vandalized and their businesses are getting raided and they have nothing to do with our treatment and what we're going to do. So for me as a person, as people as well, this hurts me because now we're doing damage to our allies as well. And this is not what this fight is all about. Yeah. So, so this is what thing, one thing that I want to bring awareness to because this is what pisses me off. A close person to me, their family's store was that, that violated and now they have like a GoFundMe and everything and like shit is really serious you know people yeah. save their money and they didn't they're allies on this side the, the person that I'm talking about supports me a thousand percent so why should their business be violated I so agree. this is what the problem that I have like I and I do not condone this at all Anybody looting, the people going in and taking shit and breaking shit up, I understand that that's part of this, but you're dumb. Don't fucking go, because first of all, you're disrespecting the memory of George Floyd. They ain't got nothing to do with yes, George Floyd. You're disrespecting yeah. his family. They asked not, not none of that. They asked for none of that. So if you're doing that, you don't give a fuck about black men, black people, or yourself. No. And yeah. that's why you're a piece of shit and you out there fucking disrespecting this man's memory. No, you're yeah, the people who killed him when you do that. This is not telling, what we're about. Telling them that they weren't wrong. That's what you're doing. It's actually evil. The looting is actually yeah. so fucked up. Now, do I yeah. not want a free PlayStation? Sure. <laughs> or some Gucci, right? <laughs> but I'll just do it. You know, I ain't going to loot for it. I'll just go into one person's window. 
<laughs> yeah, not not the whole boutique, right? It's crazy. Yeah. I saw but videos like a friend and of I was mine like freaking out. A friend of mine got his, uh, her store destroyed in Soho. Really? They yeah. went through the window, stole everything, and she fucking does a lot of work for charity and fucking. It's it's crazy. Like in a, even in the black community, it's crazy. But people don't know yeah. when you're out there wilding, you wilding. Well, it's just like fuck it, yeah. fuck everybody's shit. Fuck you, and that's what how people feel. When you pissed off, you pissed off, and I get that. Yeah, the protesters yeah. Have not been the protesters have not been violent. So the people were yeah. Like, a separate thing, and the fucked up part is that it all gets combined into one thing, right? But it's and that's mm-hmm. and that's why protests. There's protests all over Brooklyn. It's just people marching, peacefully, yeah. mm-hmm. being aware of the police, not antagonizing anybody, not being violent, hands up, just like chanting together, black, white, brown, everybody. It's it's the it's not that energy. That's why I like to see these videos where the protesters are busting these fucking white undercover cops and mm-hmm. other fucking uh, instigators and antagonists Breaking that's really starting making a destruction. Coming down there, throwing bricks and handing out bricks to people, like and like and fucking starting fires. It's like that's the yeah. worst people on the planet trying to take advantage, like knowingly trying to take advantage of black people's plight and trying to make us look worse by trying to fucking start fires and shit. Yeah. When ain't if they ain't us doing it, and it ain't for us. Right. I've seen a lot of them. And it's been a lot of that. Like Instagram and social media is flooded with videos and cameras. Even one time they grabbed this fucking fake ass motherfucker and threw him to the cops and said, arrest him. Mm. As they whipped his ass, as they dragged him to the cops. Like he ain't with us and he out here fucking trying to break windows. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I've I, I seen so many of those. In one video, this fucking white people came, drove up in a car and was passed trying to hand out bricks to black people walking by. Passing them about yeah. bricks. Oh, and then one lady was like, don't pass them no fucking bricks. What the fuck is wrong with you? That you come down here and do that shit, and then we get in trouble, but you fucking passing out the fucking bricks. It's like, get the fuck out of here. I better not see you back. And they fucking drove off real fast. People are evil like that. It's like, people are evil. It's like that kind of evil shit going on in every city. Yeah. And a lot of yeah. it is motherfucking government funded. And when I say government, some of these are undercover cops. Yeah. That's how it started out. It's like that's what we gotta we gotta go up against. It's like this is mm-hmm. fucking horseshit. Don't hand mm-hmm. them the reason for oppression, right? What they want is they want to say, look, yes, that was excessive force when it came to George Floyd. That was fucked up. We're gonna prosecute him, but we need aggressive police. We need a uh, uh, you know hundred billion dollars a year for the police because look what happens when we turn around for one second. It's looters. So don't give them that. No, don't but yeah, that. that's true. But here's the thing: you cause the reason why you need more police. Yeah. Motherfuckers, you causing the reason why you need more. Right. This fucking these four cops made every cop in America's life shit for the next mm-hmm. fucking couple of weeks. Shit. It's like that's why they gotta fucking police themselves. Everybody's like, hey, bad we're gonna call bad apples. Like, stop with that bad apple shit. But here's the thing: every bad cop, every good cop, every good cop knows the bad cops before we know them. Before George Floyd was killed, these bad cop, these good cops knew that nigga was a bad cop. Yeah. The 18 citations, and like, I mean, 18 complaints, 18 complaints against mm-hmm. him. It's like mm-hmm. the good cop, where's the good cops? Don't tell me about no good cops when the system is fucked. The good cops mm-hmm. knew the bad cop was a bad cop before he killed that man. So it's like, where, why didn't y'all check him and get him out of there? Did you see the video? There's a video, I don't remember if it was in New York or whatever, but it was, um, there's a protester already on their knees and a cop, a white cop comes by and just puts him in the And the cop pulls him off. Black woman cop goes oh. off on him. Oh, yeah, the, him, yeah, the, the lady in charge. Him, yeah. <laughs> slaps him. You see her following him, yelling yeah. at him. 
fire away. Yep. It's the, the police have to police the police. Yes. Yes, Celeste's mother was a cop. Do you know Celeste does really? the show? Yeah, and she was like, that's that's how her mother was with the cops. Like, what? you don't want to get a, a mad black lieutenant mother. <laughs> well, people we know, know doesn't Female, work, female right? at that, female at that. They're, once they put on a cop uniform, they're not black or white or Asian, they're blue. And blue needs to be- But they still should be right and wrong. That's fine, mm -hmm. but that's fine. But it's But here's the thing, it doesn't, we try to police the police, it doesn't really work. It doesn't really work. No, it don't work when the police get the police to police. That's why we definitely gotta have an outside source. But even, it's like, if you're a human being and you really saying I'm a good cop, I'm good, I'm a good cop, I'm not one of the bad ones. Well, you need to talk and speak out on bad ones. You can't just say I'm a good one and they're the bad ones. Motherfucker, if you know where the bad ones are, fucking get them out of there. Complain about them. They make all y'all look that way. That's why all you is already fucking tainted. You're all that way if you don't fucking address the ones that's bad because you know the bad ones before we know, man. What's the difference between the police and the Catholic Church? What's the difference between them and like those closed Orthodox communities where there's just abuse happening constantly? There's no difference because when it's got to be oversight. It's definitely got to be outside oversight. We gotta have right. That's where the rot happens. Yeah, we gotta have the outside oversight. I I mean, we gotta have that in every city. Every police department needs somebody that's not the police department overseeing it. They need. I agree. Yeah. Right. Period. And it should also be fed back from the federal government, from the FBI, and they should track that shit just like track any other crimes. Yes, yeah, just like they're going to get your DNA and all that other shit, have regulations for the police, for policing us, everybody. Yes, I am with that. It's like change has got to be uh, done, man. People just fed up, like fed up. These are the same fucking stories I've been living with my whole life. Yeah, right. But my whole life, man. This is the this is a failing state, you know. This is the government failing. This is what happened in Venezuela. This is what happened. Mm -hmm. And you know what? Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. The state is failing us, but nothing changes if nothing changes. And I know that sounds so empty, and people are like, "What does that mean?" Of course, but we gotta change. So we gotta change the whole policy, the law, everything. And you know what? Just like in your own personal life, when you change and it hurts, because it always hurts when you grow. Yeah. Yeah, growing pains. Mm -hmm. Maybe some growing pains. Mm -hmm. But we need those pains, man. It's like we can't get arrested development as a nation. We can't stay adolescent mm -hmm. as a nation and then tell everybody that we, they should look up to us around the globe. Get the fuck out of here. For what? Right, right. It's like we the laughing right. stock. Trump tried to be like, we the laughing stock because uh, all these protests is doing what they want and uh, we can't control nobody. It's like, no, that's not why we're the laughing stock. We're laughing stock because we still dealing with racism and fucking bigotry and the killing the unblack unarmed black men we still dealing with that shit from the lynching days to now it's the same right. shit and that's why we're the laughing stock well it's just Period. like just like the pandemic where it's like we saw all it takes is one thing to go really wrong one yeah. thing to go really wrong to show us how much we're ready for that it that too right you can say oh it's okay or whatever because nothing's currently popping off but it takes one thing for everything to just boil over so it's yeah. not okay. So it wasn't okay before. It's not that it, it was okay before and now it's not okay. It was, it just was never okay. Never okay. Never okay. But it was okay to the, uh, to the, to the, uh, the justice system because killing black people didn't matter as much. It, killing black people didn't matter as much. So it, it was okay to them to look the other way and let it be and be like, it's, the police felt threatened. That's, they, that's all you need to say as a cop to kill, uh, kill somebody. I it's felt threatened. About money, right. about money, just like everything else, everything's a business. Everything's a business, okay? Slavery was a business, and it never actually went away. It never mm -hmm. went away. The people who were making yeah, money, no. well, guess yeah. what? Because the slave patrol, that's what cops came out of in America. Why do you think they plucked people off of the street and put them straight into prison? Someone's making a lot of money off of that. 
Oh, yes. Someone's someone's generational wealth depends on nothing fucking changing. And even going against that and fighting it means they make more money. The blue one. (laughs) (laughs) Blue pie. Man, stop that thought. People who are wealthy, that's different than rich, right? I mean, wealthy. I mean, where all the money is. Those people have set up the game. No matter if we win or lose, they always, their outcome is always a win. They always Because they yeah. have all the sides. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They got all the laws, got all the judges, got all the favors, got all the in the right neighborhood, goes to the right golf course, and they ain't got to worry about that. Not but enough all. about my life. What about everybody else? Right. Yeah, my heart broke. God, after I came out of my birthday haze, I called my pocket and my best friend is black, and I was fucking stuck. I was stuck. And you know what? I got to say, I don't know. I know everybody's like, white people, if you don't know what to do, blah, blah, blah. I don't. It's not helping me. I, 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 I don't know what I, uh, honest to God, what am I personally supposed to do? And I'm not white knighting you. Or you, can pe- like you can peaceful protest. You can do yeah. that. Yeah. You can make peaceful. sure that you don't know, continue doing what you do. You, you're not one of those white people who don't, ain't around uh, other uh, ethnicities. You know what I'm saying? You got friends of all races and all colors and all that. But everybody's not like that. Maybe your parents ain't like that. So, you know, everybody can start small and just have somebody that don't look like you over for dinner. Mm-hmm. And it's to have your kids see you interacting with people that don't look like you at your house, at your house. So they'll be like this. Okay, this ain't make weird. Normal. Yeah, this is just, I got black normal. people for dinner. My parents do that all the time. My, my mother did that all the time. We had dinner with people who didn't look like us in our house to make, so we see, oh, people are people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pass potatoes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pass potatoes, nigga. <laughs> That's how we that's how we live. And that's how everybody if you doing that, then you you doing your part. But you know what? People don't do that. That's a good idea. We say people say segregated in their own lives. We segregate it in our our lives, our emotions, our food, our breaking bread, we segregate. Then we say we won't want segregation in society. Nigga, your life is segregated. Right. Your dinner table segregated. What are you talking about? So we could all do that. So that's what you can do. If you're a person, you're a human being, bring somebody over who don't look like you. I don't care if it's black, white, Asian, trans, whatever. Be a human to a human and let your kids see that. So we can stop this. So we can stop it. Yes. Yes, bring a light to positive light to black people in the community. That's what you can do. Yes. 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 Just be a human being in your own house. Mm -hmm. That's how you can start. That's yeah. how you start. That's the easy way for anybody can do it. I don't give a fuck if you, I work with black people, I blah, 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 with Egypt. When were they over your house eating at your table with your family and you at theirs? Like we just people. Right. <laughs> like do that. That's it. <laughs> I agree. It ain't, ain't, ain't hard. Everybody like meatloaf. <laughs> Nigga, everybody like meatloaf. <laughs> but people act like it's all this big huge it's like this big global thing no it ain't it starts at your dinner table man and it's, it can be as simple as that mm-hmm. at your dinner table letting your kids see you be just a regular person with regular people and it's happening don't look like you physically yeah that's that's everybody can do that shit so my kid yeah. that my kid lives like that it's like I that's how I live. You see how I've, I've moved through the through the world, Cameron. I everybody's everybody to me. Yep. So I eat with people. I bring them to my house. Motherfucker, and culture was at my house. Yep. And fucking culture's been in my house. 
Yeah. Because why not look at her like a human? Like, let's talk, bitch. Yeah. You like pop tarts? <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's like if yeah. you don't put a human face on any ethnicity and human fucking connections, then it's always going to be something foreign to you. It's always mm -hmm. going to be a foreign thing to interact with just human people. My ex told me when he grew up, he was Jewish, and he grew up thinking that if he got into the pool with another black person, their color would come off on them. <laughs> And that's, and that's just from not being around them. <laughs> but if he had a, his parents had a friend who came over for dinner and they went swimming together, that would have already been squashed before that. Like that wouldn't even have been a thing. It was like, that's, no, that's stupid. We did that. We do no, that every summer. Does, yeah, like who says that? Yeah, that's not we true. We swim every summer. <laughs> but since it's probably they haven't tested it, they would never know. Yep. And those gaps between us get larger and larger for no reason when you can solve it simple. With a biscuit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> with a biscuit be. One uncrustable <laughs> is the difference between life yeah. and death. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't that crazy? Yeah. We, we do it our homes. We do in our own tables, our own dinner tables, the same shit prisoners do in prison yeah. when they eat. They separate. Mm -hmm. The whites over there, Mexicans over there, but we do that at our own dinner table. Yeah, we don't yeah. bring nobody over. We sit with our fucking just like in prison. Ain't that some shit? And we free. That's true. <laughs> we have a choice, and we act like yeah. those. We act like prisoners <laughs> at our own dinner table, man. <laughs> we separate. Yeah, great chat. People say uh, definitely uh, with our religion. People say the most segregated time in America is 11 a.m. on Sunday. Because mm. nobody pray together. All these yeah. Christians, everybody got a white church. The white church is white. white. The black church is black. Yeah, Spanish church is Spanish. It's, yeah. The most segregated time in America, Sunday at 11 a.m. <laughs> well, if you don't hang out with people, then you don't care if they live or die. And it's not because you're bad. It's because you don't fucking care. Because you don't care. Because <laughs> you're not invested in it. You don't have any connection to it. Right. So it's always going to be over there, not here. It's like it's all of us. It's all of us going through this shit. <laughs> it's all of us. It's all of us. And you know That's what? why motherfuckers want to burn down shit just to remind motherfuckers, hey, you in it too, motherfucker. If you like it or not, right. I'm going to burn your shit. I get that, but I ain't right, but I get it. That's why they have yeah. to pass by your street when they're yelling and screaming. Why shouldn't they? Why shouldn't they pass down everybody's street? And make everybody's it street. I love, I love seeing that shit on the Upper East Side, even where I live. I love seeing a, a, all the protests up there because people looking around like this. What? This ain't never come up here before. Right. And it hasn't. And it hasn't. Did you see the um, Megan McCain tweet where she lives? Where she lives, like Upper East or Upper West? Or yeah, something? She was like, it's a riot over here. The place is decimated. <laughs> I go outside and it's like a war zone. And someone from her building tweeted her and goes, Megan, we live in the same building. I just went outside. It's completely fine. It's fine. Oh <laughs> That's <God>. hilarious. <laughs> oh, Megan, I got to get her on Race Force, too. I, yeah, I, I did some TV with her. I talked to her, but you know, you she was hot to, right you now. Have to. This is I talked to her on Twitter. War. We have yeah. been waiting for six years for this charade. <laughs> Yeah, I know, I know. But well, she loves me. Of our dreams. <laughs> <laughs> get her, get her, get her. Yeah, I gotta, yeah. I gotta, I'm gonna shout out to her this week and see if we can get on. Uh, get oh, on show. Uh, she's overdrawn. She's being dramatic, but everybody war zone. Nobody's been in war zone. Right. <laughs> in the war zones. The, the only thing that like a war zone is the cops and all their equipment. It's like why are they Desert Storm on 73rd in, uh, in Madison? 
Oh my god, it's crazy! What like in full like, combat gear, yeah, yes, ready like, to go and yeah, like GI Joe. It's like why is it yeah. y'all peace officers? And now look, and now there's no COVID in sight. Nobody's talking about COVID at all. Yeah, because uh, you know racism, Trump COVID. Racism <laughs> is the new pandemic right because now. Because we've been dying. We uh, COVID only killed people for a year, uh, a couple months. Right. I mean. Right. Uh, this brutality we've been years. living through been killing us for hundreds of years. Yeah. So we just like this. Fuck it. We'll take a COVID, man. We're going to end these yeah, ass women's murders. Fuck a COVID. Fuck a COVID. <laughs> COVID ain't shit. What? Okay. Fuck. COVID ain't never hanged my granddaddy. <laughs> Motherfucker. Period. Okay. But, uh, COVID didn't tell me to get to the back of the bus. <laughs> okay. COVID didn't follow me around in the store when I was trying to shop. Okay. That's right. COVID ain't put his knee on motherfucking George Floyd neck, motherfucker. Okay. So COVID is That's a better friend than the cops right now. Trust that. Yeah, I'll take COVID over the cops. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'll take COVID over the cops any day. Yeah. <laughs> Yet. Shit. Eventually COVID will let you fucking uh, let you breathe. Yes, I know. <laughs> Eventually. COVID will go like or you this. can get some help to breathe, right? You can get some help, a respirator or something, Yeah, right? yeah. a ventilator. <laughs> Cops yeah. can't even get the part that say, uh, take your, uh, your knee off his neck, man. I don't think he can breathe. <laughs> like simple shit, like human shit. Mm -hmm. Human shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's like to see people not be human beings is just, what are you doing? Uh, it's just gross. Also, another thing that I, I noticed, and it just happened to uh, yesterday or the day before, and I decided to start this fight because my friends contacted me and asked me if I was asked me if I was okay, and I decided to use my voice. And I'm speaking out for my people, and then I see that so much brutality is happening within my people to our people, which is black transgender, and it it hurts me because here I am putting everything I have on the line for my people, you know, and this is how I get repaid. Yeah, and this bad. also has to stop, like the brutality within our community, within our community, but against gays and trans and the hate, just the hate in general has to stop. Yeah, and that's it, where stop. Like, it seemed like, I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry to cut you off. That's where, that's where we have to work on. It's just the pure hate that people have for just no reason, for your gender, because you choose to live the life how you want to live. Nobody should be forced to live the, any life that they should want to live. If you want to live your life, that's how you want to live. You should be able to do it because this is a free country and nobody should tell you what you want to do. And I this agree. is what I think, this is what I think an issue is that we have to address as well because there's so much hate for the unknown or what's different or, and it's not even un, unknown or different now. It's the same people that are attacking trans women of color are the people that are attracted to us and we have been in relations with and uh, that's where we have to address it's like an under it's an under inside issue as well that we really have to talk about and bring awareness to because so you i'm not going to sit here and fight for my people if my people are not are going to kill me left and right as well so do you think it's more of like uh so what more is it more of like an issue between Somebody not coming to grips with their own sexuality, that's why they yeah, lashing out? Yeah, I think out. it's a toxic masculinity within the black community as well. Right. So, toxic yeah, that's masculinity. Black, in yeah. the black community. Oh, I agree with that. You know, you can find levels of that everywhere. Definitely in the black community. Like, Definitely know, if you go from island to island, like Jamaica, even, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it plays out like <laughs> what a man should be and what a... And a lot right. of people are violent when it comes to... Uh, not, it seems like some people uh, will say Black Lives Matter, 
unless you don't live like me. <laughs> right, unless you're, I have to say that your life is correct for me to say that your life matters. Life matters. Just shouldn't be the case. Yeah. I agree. Which I is agree. A, because you know what it is, a lot of black men, you know, because I grew up with my brother and stuff, we're not really taught to show our emotions or share our emotions or process our emotions. So I guess it, just with all the rage that we have inside, they lash out. But that's right. not the way to deal with these issues. Like, we have to find a way to help people with compassion and embrace each other's differences all around, whether it's Black, whether it's white, whether it's trans, whether it's amputee, whether it's a dwarf, you know, anytime. Like, that's the main issue. Like, the hate in general and then the hate towards Blacks. And, you know, it's like, it's a whole spectrum and it's going to take a lot of work. Like, I don't think I'll see it in my lifetime, but I will die fighting for it. I hear that. Now, do you think a lot of that aggression is coming from uh, from those men because society looks down on it? So they like, I'm gonna get extra, but they also attracted to you at the same time. Yeah, that's the, so the same that's people like that yeah, the same people are abusing us or the, like people that we are attracted to or like, you know, they try to talk to you on the street and you turn them down. It's happened to me before so many times. Really? I just, I got, a person tries to talk to you and you turn them down and like, oh, fuck you. You're a fucking man anyways and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, that energy two seconds ago. Right. Where that's, was that? That's yeah, like, like, see, that's a psychiatric uh, situation. Yeah. That's somebody so who's going through a battle inside their own self. Yeah, it's so fucked up. So that's like another issue that we have. Like I'm here, I'm I'm like standing on this side of the platform and I'm like, yes, my people stop killing us, but then you're killing me at the same time. So I'm like, well, do I shout? Do I not? Like it's a, it's, it's a, it's this constant struggle. So do you struggle. get that too? When like, what if it's a guy and you say, uh, hey, how you doing? And then y'all kick it off. And then later after things happen with y'all, then that behavior comes up comes on of course yeah it's happened many times i've dated guys and not told them my situation for them to get to know me as a person and then right. you tell them and they're like oh well no i'm not into that and i'm like well we just were dating this whole time you like didn't even know nobody has a clue like it doesn't nobody has an issue about it except for you you know this is after people. sex too they wouldn't know before sex before, before sex, sex. Before. now did you ever have like pushback after you had sex and then it go like of this course. Yeah. yeah 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 i had sex like i had sex without telling and like did the whole trickery stuff when i was younger do you I think that's that. their denial like if, is that them playing with their denial in their head saying now that i'm i'm not fucking with it i'm not that I, I guess it comes out. back like a, yeah, like a would kick back in their own head because the attraction's there, so they beat themselves about it, and then right. they take out the frustration on us, yeah. Oh, that's some sick shit. Yeah, it's really fucking But it's a scene like that in Schindler's List. This is a reach, but I know it's real. When, remember the guy was, uh, he had the Jewish girl working in his house, and he was attracted to her, and then he got mad at her and started hitting on her, like hitting her, yeah. because yeah. he was attracted to her. And he was like, yeah. you dirty Jew, you using your, your powers on me. Yeah, that's how they feel. It's like, that's how sick, like, who? Well, that's crazy. That's how people think about trans. Like, they want to beat us because they're attracted to us. Like, there, it frustrates them so much, I guess, that they're attracted to us that they want to attack us. They want to cause harm to us. I've, I've had physical harm to me as well. That is crazy. I got I've some had scary physical shit. harm inflicted to me as well, yes. After the fact that I fooled around with the person, which is... After, right, after yeah. the fact. So they yeah. got really physical with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After the fact. And I'm just like, uh, okay. 
Wow. Yeah. And how'd you so get out of there? Was it like I ran out? Yeah, it was like a life. I like escaped that situation. I was in a basement somewhere, and like you know, I gave this guy oral sex, and he reached under my skirt and touched my penis, and I had, like he smacked the shit out of me, and I ran out of that apartment and ran the fuck out of there. Wow. It could have been a lot worse. Could have been a lot worse. It's funny that uh, I haven't seen you since that incident. I'm just happy that uh, no, I pretend like it was there. <laughs> How'd you ever get out that basement? I had so many traps. I'm like, I didn't. <laughs> you tried to get me, but I'm, I'm, I got out. Yeah. You got out. Yes, you did. <laughs> That is crazy. That's some dangerous shit, though. But I, I would only imagine being younger, like in that situation, would be even more terrifying. Like, if you're a young boy, have you ever had a situation where you're like maybe 18, 19, and then it's an older man and you don't like yeah, have control of, of the situation? Of somebody course. more experienced in the world? Of course, of course. When I was younger, I had so many experiences. People tried to take advantage of you. You know, just because you're being nice or going out like on a date or something, they automatically think as you're trans that you're obligated to please them sexually because they're giving you attention. Right, right. Yeah, like you're automatically obligated and people have you try to use force to enforce themselves on to, on their demand for that right for pleasure. And it's just like, no, it doesn't work like that. Right. I think because we're so fetishized and sexualized that people just see you. Because I've had people come up to me literally off the street and like, hey, Natasha, oh my God, like I saw your work, my dick's so big. And can I ask you a question? And I'm like, I tell them, I said, let me ask you a question. Before they ask me a question, I say, hey, let me ask you a question. Before you ask me that question, will you ask this woman right here this question? We have the same question, right, right. Right, because if you can't ask this woman this question, don't ask me this question. This is not appropriate at all. (laughs) Right, right. Because a lot of people uh, definitely, uh, they'll look at like trans or uh, uh, anybody LGBT, everybody, they'll look at that as only a sexual decision. So they just think all you're doing is like, they just think you're doing this for a sexual purpose. Not that yeah. you think like this or you move like this through the world, that's how your spirit is. They ain't think about that. They just think yeah. like if you, so that's why they think, they, that's why they jump right to like, okay, you dress like this and act like this. So you got to have, so this is all sex related. So I'm just thinking I'm, I'm getting sex right away. Right. And that's a yeah, crazy that's way to fun. think about somebody. Like, no, that's the so decision fun. is more than this is, uh, about your sexuality. It's about your whole being. <laughs> it's like the way you move, you know, the way you think. It's not and just it's about your genitalia and fucking. It's worse in the black community. In the black community, it's, it's so bad. I don't, I don't, to be honest, I don't think I've ever had a serious relationship with an African American man. How about that? that? Yeah. Plus, it's definitely different that? pressures too on even if he is interested or attracted, it's different pressures on him socially mm-hmm. uh, that, you know, other people might not have. And mm-hmm. he, you know, the motherfucker, chances are he grew up in the church. <laughs> Okay. And if he wasn't on a choir, yeah. and if he wasn't on a in a choir, they didn't know he was gay. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. So yeah, it's a, it's a lot of work going on. We need help. We need a We need awareness to all these issues. Yeah, and we need people to join us in this fight, as many people as possible. And we got to just start working and never stop because yeah. we have a lot of fucking work to do. <laughs> that's the only way to do it. I mean, that's the only way to do it. You got to keep pushing, goddammit. You yeah, got to keep pushing because it's so a never-ending river of bullshit coming your way. Everybody's way. So we got to keep fucking swimming and pushing and boating and fucking yachting. Every fucking day. Every day. It's like, okay, here we go. Let me put my pants on and get ready for this shit. 
Now, what's some of your work people might know you from? Some of the the work you do. So in porn, I've been doing like a lot of. I shot. Um, I've been shooting for like a lot. Of, I stopped kind of like shooting because I'm like kind of over it because of right. um, the whole like racism in the industry and like the whole politics of it all. Like I'm just so fucking. White sick. trans uh, people get more. White trans people get more. They get nominated for more awards. Son of they a get bitch. paid more. They get better treatment on set. Like racism, don't go. It's yeah. like it's involved in every uh, aspect of life. <laughs> it's so bad. So like, I stopped kind of shooting, but I shot like some things last year. I shot like trans angels. I shot like a gangbang scene for King. I shot um with my wifey Anna Fox last year. I shot for King and like trans angels, pretty much. Which I did some pretty hot scenes actually, like three thumbs and stuff. Yeah, and now I'm just working on like my mainstream modeling and acting, and now my advocacy because I got it's that time. I hear that, Karen. We got to check out some of these flex though. I ain't seen any of these flex. I got to check them. Well, I mean, seven, yeah, not, not together as a family, but yes, we will check. No, them out. no, we'll we'll do it on Zoom. We'll watch it on Zoom together. <laughs> That's going to be our new thing. <laughs> that would be great. I wish we could pull up a clip right now. I wish we could pull up a clip of one of the clips. Karen, we got to have that technology, goddammit. Oh, God. Tell <laughs> pull up a clip. <laughs> no one can do it on his dumb show. Yes. <laughs> that is funny. Well, I'm glad that you came and did the, uh, did the, race, did the show. I'm glad you're on Race Thank Wars. Thank you for having me. I'm going to have a live on my um, Instagram on Friday as well. I think at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with Jesse Dubai. Okay. My Instagram yes. is Natasha Dreams Official. Okay. And we're going to talk about race. Uh, we're going to talk about all these issues. And you're more than welcome to chime in, ask questions, any topics you want us to address. Ahead of time, DM me, and, and I will address them, as, and we're going to get through them. Oh, that's dope. So when is that, Friday, 8 p.m.? That's Friday, 8 p.m., yeah. It's going to be on my Instagram live in Jesse Dubai. Yeah. Yes, it's in Jesse, my love. Jesse's been on the show before. Yes, yes I love her. Yeah, Jesse's I love her. great. She contacted me yesterday, and she's like, you know what? I saw your words. You spoke. She's like, you broke my heart, so I want to join forces with you. Let's put this word out there, and I'm like, yes. That's dope. That's dope. Yeah. I'm pulling for you. I love I'm the unite. I love the. I love this. I love the, all the unity I'm feeling, and like I'm so overwhelmed by the support. So thank you guys. Thank yeah. you. Thanks for coming hey. on, yeah, Karen. Yeah. You want to plug your plug plugs? Yeah, hit me up, Karen Margolis, K E R E N M A R G O L I S on Insta, on Twitter. Say what's up, and um, yeah, let me know what you guys think and what you guys want to see from us. Um, coming up, who do you guys want to talk to? What do you guys want us to talk about? We're here for it. Check us out on YouTube. And yeah, say you're hi. So, you're so gorgeous. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, all right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Cheekbones, yes. Cheekbones, yes. <laughs> Please don't fill her up with that. <laughs> That's already hard enough dealing Let with it. Let the woman speak, Sherrod. <laughs> yeah. Keep saying. He's My so bad. Yes, Cheekbones, yes. <laughs> Uh, it's been a great episode. Make sure you guys also check out Small Ball, episode of Small Ball. I got Mesh Patel coming on at, uh, so that's going to be on Apple Music and Spotify, Small Ball, sports comedy podcast. And I'll be um, hosting, I'm hosting a Seller Lately tonight. So what is it? what's the name of the show, Karen? Seller Live or something. Seller Nightly. Seller Nightly. Comedy Seller Nightly. I'm hosting it tonight. 
So check that out on wherever they do it. Comedy Cellar. <laughs> You're the worst. Yeah, I'm hosting. I'm hosting it. I don't. Yeah, I was on the uh, yesterday. They want me to host it today. So that's uh, Comedy Cellar Nightly, and that's on their page, a YouTuber. ComedyCellar.com, baby. ComedyCellar.com. Yeah. So I'll be hosting yeah. it tonight. So check that out. Race Wars, man. We had a great show. Y'all had fun. Great show. Yes, it was everything. Thank you, guys. Thank you for having everything. me. Oh, big shout out to My Father Cigars and to uh, two, uh, two Roads, Two Roads Brewery. Yeah. Uh, thank you for all the stuff. Thank you for the love. And thank you for the libations. You heard me. Who's for my cigars? And the smokes. I got, I got some for you. The okay. best cigars. But my, my Father Cigars. Everybody check that out, too. At My Father Cigars. And go to at uh, Two Roads uh, Brewery. And check out uh, at Voodoo, uh, Voodoo Brewery. Also sent me some stuff. Uh, people, uh, there's support. There's a lot of support out there, a lot of love. Even this uh, coronavirus and this George Floyd uh, flood. So we got to get things done. Yep. Amen. Uh, all right. Love you. Take care. Bye. 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 Race horse. Race horse. Race horse. Race horse. Race horse. Love you. Bye.